Good. So today we are starting a very beautiful uh, chapter in Srimad Bhagavatam from Canto 9. This is about the pastimes of the Supreme Lord Ramachandra. This is Ram, Sita, you know, we have heard about Ramayana. So we are starting a portion of Ramayana. Ramayana by itself is a separate book. Okay. That is written by a number of people. One of the most famous ones is the one which is written by Valmiki. Alright, there are other people who have also written Ramayans and there are various kinds of Ramayans. Uh, like there is an Adhyatma Ramayana which is basically talking about the spiritual aspect of Ramayana. That is also there. This is a story about the avatars of Krishna. So we are going to take Ramachandra as one of the avatars of Krishna. So we are going to only going to discuss about a certain aspects. Not the entire Ramayana is not in this. Alright, so we are doing chapter 10, the pastimes of the Supreme Lord Ramachandra. <coughs> Sukhdev Goswami said, The son of Maharaj Khatvanga was Dirgabahu and his son was the celebrated Maharaj Raghu. From Maharaj Raghu came Aja and from Aja was born the great personality Maharaj Dasharath. So this is a lineage again, back again. Uh, how did Maharaj Dasharath and how did Ram Chand, Shri Ram get birth? You know, that is the idea. Being prayed to the demigods, the supreme personality of Godhead, absolute truth himself, directly appeared with his expansion and expansion of the expansion. Now this this line I will explain later on. Their holy names were Ram, Lakshman, Bharat, Shatrugana. The celebrated incarnation thus appeared in four forms as the son of Maharaj Dasharath. Now, what exactly are these expansions and the expansions of the expansions means? When we look at a deity, a deity or a god or whatever that we want to call him, that god appears with some paraphernalia around him, you know, things which are appearing along with him. So what are they? So first and foremost you will have the Lord, the seat on which he seats, which is basically the great snake that is there. Then Shankha Chakra, Gada, Padma, all these kind of things are there associated with the Divine Lord. So they also appear. Alright? So if uh, an anomaly is to be drawn for uh, Brito's sake, the Lord appears along with all his aeons. Those are his powers as we call them. Powers. He appears with his powers. Powers can take a form as well. Powers can definitely take a form. Like say for example, in case of Sri Ram, Lakshmana is an appearance of another object. What is that? That is a snake. That is there on which he sits. Alright? So, it's the same thing. Like Balram is the same form. Likewise, you will find that it is a potency. It's a power that comes along with the form. It's a potency. It's a power. Alright? And now you will understand why every law, every incarnation appears with expansion. That is expansion means you take a form, expand into a form. How does it expand into a form? Gold expands into the form of a earring. 
anozering, atoring, bangle, uh, you know, chain, it can appear as anything, isn't it? So that is called an expansion into a form. Got it? Now, likewise, you will find that when the Divine Lord wanted to come, He came along with all His potencies. So that is the reason why His other two sons are also mentioned. That is Bharat and Shatrughana. Alright. O King Parikshit, the transcendental activities of Lord Ramchandra has been described by great saintly persons who have seen the truth. Because you have heard again and again about Lord Ramchandra, the husband of the mother Sita, I shall describe these activities only in brief. Please listen. So we are just going to go in brief. Brief will still constitute 2-3 chapters, so don't worry about it. The brief is not too brief. Because by itself the chapters will be huge. To keep the promise of his father intact, Lord Ramchandra immediately gave up the position of king and accompanied by his wife, Mother Sita wandered from one forest to another on his lotus feet, which were so delicate that they were unable to bear even the touch of Sita's palms. The Lord was also accompanied by Hanuman, king of monkeys, or by another monkey, Sugriv, and by his younger brother, Lord Lakshmana both of whom gave him relief from the fatigue of wandering in the forest. Having cut off the nose and the ears of Shurpanaka, thus disfiguring her, the Lord was separated from one mother Sita. He therefore became angry, moving his eyebrows and thus frightening the ocean, who then allowed the Lord to construct a bridge to cross the ocean. Subsequently, the Lord entered the kingdom of Ravana to kill him like a fire devouring a forest. May the Supreme Lord Ramchandra give us all protection. So, story very short and sweet. Okay, it talks about Dasrath had four sons. Sri Ram gets married to Sita as the eldest of the son. And then because of uh, his, one of his, you know, mothers, he has to go to the forest. He goes to the forest, takes a his wife and his younger brother with him. There, his wife gets kidnapped. But the genesis of all this is, you will find that there is one Rakshasi. Her name is Shurpanaka. Okay? So she comes and she says, I want to marry you to Lakshman. And she is pursuing him. So what happens? Cuts off the nose and the ears. Hmm? What does this mean? It is called an insult. Basically when somebody insults another person, that person remembers the insult all his life. Remember this. You may think that that person has forgotten the insult. Cutting off the nose. You know, you have your ego, ahankara, sitting on top of, you know, at the tip of your nose. You know where where the anger comes from, isn't it? Yeah, it is sitting on top of your nose. So, when somebody insults you or somebody says something bad to you or does something bad, this is what happens. This is the same scene which you will find, a similar type of a scene is when Duryodhan is walking inside and we, we, he does not see that there is a small pond over there. He stumbles and falls inside. And Draupadi laughs. That is in Mahabharata. 
it is a great insult to the person so he needs to take revenge and revenge is happening because when you insult somebody you get angry you are not in a position to retaliate back at that moment in time and because you cannot retaliate back at that moment in time you harbor a very terrible feeling inside of you saying that i will straighten this guy out who the hell does he think or who the hell does she think she is and that leads a person towards some dastardly act and this act in turn can lead to destruction is exactly what happens where shurpanaka is the sister of ravan she goes and tells him this is what happened so he says i shall take revenge on your behalf and he goes and he kidnaps the wife of shri ram and that's how the entire ramayan unfolds so this is a story based on a certain mishaps that have happened it's extremely important for us to have our mind in control all the time the entire bhagavad gita and you know, the entire bhagavad gita is based on one principle only control your mind because that's the root cause of all your problems and a man is never able to control his mind so shurpanaka is all about lust right and ravana is all about greed lust and greed two main ingredients which are the cause of everybody's downfall lust and greed so it is all about i want this and i want that finally what do you have what happens to you what happens to anybody in this world is there's a downfall so the whole story of ram is all about this only in the arena of the sacrifice performed by vishwamitra lord ramachandra the king of ayodhya killed many demons rakshasas and uncivilized men who wandered at night in the mode of darkness may lord ramachandra who killed these demons in the presence of lakshmana be kind enough to give us protection Ra- shri ram was responsible for killing a lot of demons during the performance of sacrifice by vishwamitra so you will find that there are two main uh, teachers over here one is vishwamitra and one is vashishta muni vashishta is the teacher of shri ram vishwamitra is the teacher of his father so during the father's reign what had happened was he was very skilled person in archery so he was able to kill a lot of these demons we'll take the story as it is and then we will go to the adhyatmic aspect of it adhyatmic is what is the spiritual aspect of it later on okay the pastimes of lord ramchandra were wonderful like those of a baby elephant in the assembly where mother sita was to choose her husband in the midst of the heroes of this world he broke the bow belonging to lord shiva the bow was so heavy that it carried by 300 men but lord ramchandra bent it and strung it and broke it in the middle just like a baby elephant breaks a stick of sugarcane 
Thus the Lord achieved the hand of Mother Sita who was equally as endowed as the transcendental form, qualities of form, behavior, beauty, age and nature. Indeed, she was the goddess of fortune who constantly rests at the chest of the Lord. While returning from Sita's home after gaining her, at the assembly of competitors, Lord Ramchandra met Parshuram. Although Parshuram was very proud, having rid the earth of the royal order 21 times, he was defeated by the Lord, who appraised to be Kshatriya of the royal order. So again, story in brief, is talking about Sri Ram, how he gets, gets his wife. And there is a bow which has been given by Shiva, Lord Shiva, to Sita's father. And it is kept over there in the assembly. People are supposed to lift it first, string it. String it means you tie the string round it and then you raise a bow to it and fire it. Something like that. Nobody is able to lift because 300 people were required to lift that bow. It must have been very heavy. And Sri Ram was able to lift it in one hand, string it with the other hand and then when he tried to bend it so that he could put the arrow to it, it cracked into two, it broke into two pieces. So what does this tell us? This tells us that was he a person of such a great strength? Is that what we are talking about? or? Are we talking about that he was supposed to get married to Sita and Sita was very beautiful woman. She was goddess herself. And who was she? She had the quality of form, beauty, behavior, age and nature. All this is favorable to her. So these are the qualities which are mentioned about a person. What exactly are these qualities? So we will just do this. What is the most important part of a person? Is the form. The form is extremely important. Always remember this. Why is the form so important? The form is important because if I have to do a certain thing in, in the world, that form has value. If I am blind, I cannot do certain things. If I do not have hands, then I will not be able to perform certain activities. Likewise, Sita was has to be a young, young woman because she has to go to the jungles for 14 years and sit in one place for many, many years. Then she is going to come back and then she has to, she needs to be a hardy woman, a person who can handle herself properly. She is beautiful, beautiful in the sense that See, these are certain things form. So we describe the form, the beauty. Why is the beauty so important? The beauty is important. You will find that most of the marriages happen earlier on. A woman starts looking beautiful and a man also starts looking good and handsome by the time he has crossed his puberty. Till the time he is of a marriageable age, he looks handsome. A woman looks beautiful. And once the person gets married, the activity changes of the body. The body undergoes a tremendous amount of change. And once when you have children, then the entire thing changes still further. And when you come towards the working part of your life, which is basically what we say as you go out to work and do something, there you have a different set of things. 
a person is not interested in looking good and beautiful at that point in time you will find that people don't care for beauty once they have children and all that it's a very common phenomena a person doesn't care for being remaining beautiful or remaining handsome or remaining good what we fail to understand is it's an inherent nature that is not allowing us to do that it's inherent it is inbuilt in a person so beauty second then it is talking about behavior if a rude and an arrogant person is there nobody will want to be with that person unless and until you are also rude and arrogant then only you will want to be with another rude and arrogant person all the dictators come together you know that no yeah you you are a high strung person you get to meet another high strung person so it's like that something like that but you need to have a very proper behavior you cannot have a behavior which is disruptive in nature i seen a couple of months back some film called uh, tanu vaj manu or something like that it was a completely disruptive nature on the day one when the man goes to see the woman she is dead drunk and she is lying on the bed dead drunk i mean she doesn't even know what is happening so <laughs> this is disruptive nature so it is something which we need to understand that you want to achieve something you have to be ready for that so let us say you need a job you need to be ready for the job right first you need to be qualified for it qualification is important second knowledge is important about the job so what job you are going to do suppose you are going to do a job of a fireman you better understand fire properly isn't it and you better be a very agile person because you have to run you have to carry a hose and run after the so knowledge is extremely important in that field right then you require to understand what is it that you need to do in that place you cannot just go over there and expect to be uh, spoon fed about everything you know when companies have this program i'm sorry i'm getting a little carried away by what i'm talking but let me come back to the point companies you know when everybody thinks you know okay there is a new person joining and the new person needs to be given a breaking in breaking in means what oh we have to teach you how to do the job so we have a training program this program that program that program that program common sense will tell you that nobody has gone through a training program when you got married or when you when you were going for a sexual act you know for the first time nobody taught you anything i'm sorry you learn it is the same thing happens in a job the job may be new the company may be new you have to learn it asap do you say to the person that you are sleeping with okay maybe you know two years later i will become an expert you don't become an expert two years later you better be expert the next time okay common sense will tell you this is something which is never understood by companies and by people human beings first time when you lift your bow and arrow okay you are looking at another person and saying oh this is how you are supposed to lift your bow and arrow first time you go to a bowling alley you might not have gone to a bowling alley you see somebody else doing that 
and you pick up the ball in exactly the same manner and then you throw it. Maybe three, four times you may not succeed, but the fourth time or the fifth time, definitely you will find at least you knock off one or two pins. Isn't that so? There is no training program there. No. Yes, unless and until you have to go to the moon, you know, and you are joining the SpaceX program of uh, our great friend, Elon Musk. Then you need a training program for maybe five years, I don't know. But to do a stupid and an idiotic job, you don't need a training program, let me assure you. If you are doing a job of a test engineer in one place, you are doing a test engineer or maybe plus one in some other place. You don't need a fantastic training program. Companies love to spend money on these type of stupid things. Today morning I was watching a very beautiful two hour of boring program of one very top of the line companies and they were addressing this great conference and saying oh come on we'll do this we'll do that 2000 people in that bloody arena and this uh, ceo and the other people of the company they are coming over there have you downloaded this app now that you are over here you are supposed to do this you are supposed to follow that first and foremost you are taking them to a place which is full of sin like las vegas where drinking, woman, wine, drugs, everything is flowing and then you are expecting them to focus on that thing. How stupid can a person be? Okay, then you are saying download this app and do this thing and do that thing. And what is the, what is the great thing that they are doing? There is no knowledge which is entering a person. The person has gone there only to do masti and maja. And seven days of mayhem okay full day by the end of the day or rather the end of the night should i say early morning next uh, twilight they are to completely sozzled and dead drunk that is all that they do so these are the things and ramchandra was taught art of archery but he was never taught by anybody how to lift a bow and arrow and you know like that 300 kilo or whatever it might be so always understand this the behavior comes to a person by looking at another person and it better be understood immediately. Got it? One monkey will look at another monkey and do the same thing, isn't it? Have you not seen birds fly away the moment the mother leaves the nest and goes away? Or you think there is a training program given to the birds, is it? No training program. Mother says jump and you have to jump. In one or two instances, you will start learning. And immediately you have to fly. Similarly fish. When a fish is born, nobody tells him, okay, this is how you are supposed to go in the water. No. Not link, think about your own children. Nobody has to teach them most of the things. They look around, they follow you and they will do it. Right? So, if anybody says that it is going to take 10 months or 1 year or 2 years to learn a thing on the job, it is a very pathetic thing. Goes for Mr. Chitti and um, Tata Rao also. If you tell me that if you want to learn something for the next one year, I think you are not worthy of the job then. If you want to be worthy of the job, you should learn right from day one and start implementing it. That is the reason why when salespeople are appointed in a company, they are not even given one month to perform. 
they better learn the job right there on the spot and there is no training program all right exactly the same thing think about sita we are doing sita and ramachandra do you think sita and ramachandra had a break in oh now we will give you a training how to live in the jungle think did anybody teach mr ram and uh, sita or lakshmana how to live in a jungle with all the animals and the birds and walk barefoot and all that kind of thing we just now came to a line you know he is leg is to pain nobody taught them that you better start learning on the job right there on the spot and that is the reason why age a very important when you are young you can perform a lot of actions when you become old you will find that most of the actions don't happen like you have like you mean know, you will have a big stomach okay amir khan has to put on a lot of weight for the next film he is going to play a wrestler he is put on so much of weight that he cannot tie his shoe laces so do you understand as you age this happens put on weight grey hair so many things happen so there are lots of things we should so you need to be in that age bracket where you can actually go to the jungle you know that so she is ready and then the last one is what i taught you all nature of the person if the nature of the person is always to cry i can't do this i can't do that i can't do this i can't do that you know full life you are going to be saying the same thing whether you move one job to another job to another job to another job or one husband to another husband or one one wife to another wife you will still keep on cribbing all your life uh, now i am saying about husband and wife is because i uh, there are people who keep on calling me up and asking me what am i to do i'm having problem with my second husband and some my maybe my second wife and something like that and the only answer that i tell them is what you know be ready for the third one you are going to go through the same thing with the third one also sorry congratulations for getting so experienced in the same because one mistake you will do second time also you will do third time also you will do the same thing person never learns so understand this so you are make made ready by your own nature if your nature is to crib 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 you will crib all your life if your nature is to sleep 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 you will sleep all your life okay that's how inbuilt the nature is but shri ram uh, you know shri krishna says one thing you know he says one very very peculiar line i know this peculiar line is very very important i'll read it out to you this is in chapter 6 and the line number is 5 it says one should lift oneself with one's own effort and should never degrade oneself for one's own self is one's friend and one's own self is one's enemy god has never said that you cannot get out of this problem of yours that means if you are used to sleeping he has never said you cannot get out of the sleep mode you have to use your own self effort get up every day get up every day get up every day and if you are used to cribbing all your life or getting angry or getting irritated stop getting into that because god has said make your effort self effort and has he ever said that you cannot succeed 
he has said that only when you put in self effort 100% effort from your side that you are going to succeed because you can be your best friend or you can be your worst enemy sita can say to ram i have been a queen you know i cannot go to the jungle wow or ram can say oh can i have my uh, you know black hawk flying machine or something like that can i have my you know that uh, superman um... no you are not allowed superpowers there boss you have to go nanga punga in the jungle <laughs> so so no no shoes also no fancy shoes nothing now you will ask me why fancy shoes i'm sure you have forgotten the story that's why why is sri ram's feet hurting do you remember the place where bharata comes and meets him yes and he hands over his shoes ah <laughs> uh, and here we talk of all fancy shoes jimmy choo can i and imagine ram saying can i have a jimmy choo there can go to the jungle it sounds so silly <laughs> but a fact of matter is this that we are adaptable creatures we are so adaptable in our nature we can change our nature if we really want to god has given us the ability to do so but a man doesn't want to change his nature so that is what i said you know somebody who falls into a ditch once wants to fall into the same ditch again and wants to fall into the same ditch again and again and again and again and again but with your own self effort you can rise up you can start doing what you are supposed to and go ahead and that is why i read the verse from the bhagavad gita you should all mark this verse you know chapter 6 verse 5 it's an extremely important verse for everybody because you are your own great friend and you can be your own great enemy i am not able to do anything <laughs> no you can everything is possible anything is possible you can do it you can do it you know that word no you can do it do it so now you understood why the woman has to have so many qualities is not the woman you know sita is the body b o d y body sita is your body it has a form see that is the adhyatma part of it spiritual spiritual form <laughs> so ram is the inner being sita is the body what it sita is the body so what does it say it has got one form you have a form isn't it god has given you the perfect form or no or are you are you without eyes or without legs nothing like that you are perfectly okay then beauty you are a good looking person okay you are really a good looking person behavior god has taught you good behavior you behave nicely in public maybe with your dear ones you may not be behaving properly but <laughs> at least in public you are behaving properly sometimes we don't behave nicely with our own people close people age and nature all this god has given to this body which is sita all right we go to the jungle jungle we go in this material world that's called the jungle you know in uh, our uh, normal world also we say concrete jungle concrete jungle means 
a city we are living in some city so you live in a city which is a concrete jungle so we are going out there in the jungle the shri ram is the divine entity inside of us uh, that we call as the jivatma okay and sita she gets kidnapped by ravana that means the body gets attached to all the material objects in the world i want a car which car oh i want a toyota oh toyota is not good maybe i should go for a maybe a mercedes benz we have these you know desires of ours and those who are living in one bedroom will say i want two bedroom two bedroom ne three i want a bigger house so everything big 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 nothing small i want more salary more salary more salary every time is like that okay like i said you know jimmy chu hmm bata shoe dalne wala aadmi aur jimmy shoe ke bare mein chor soch raha hai you know in school we all started with bata you know na there was a company called bata and there was a company called corona so either bata shoe or corona shoe <laughs> and now today everybody wants to wear fancy shoe so like that is called the body is attracted towards all these material objects and that is where we all go so that is where ravana is ha huh? so going into the jungles so we'll carry on further too much carrying out the order of his father who was bound by promise to his wife lord ramachandra left behind his kingdom opulence friends well wishers residence and everything else just as the liberated soul gives up his life and went to the forest with sita we leave our father right what do we do when we get into the material world after doing our degrees and whatever that you have done you know mbas and bas bcoms and i don't know what all you know iits and what not what do you do you leave your family father mother and then where do you go you go to the jungle in the concrete jungle you want to now survive so what do you do you leave all your friends also behind how many of you get back to your friends your school friends hardly any once in a while facebook i like like that's all we do we don't actually get back to our friends relatives you know you have forgotten about your own relatives you know that no <laughs> or rather you want to forget about them that is the most important part well wishers everything else you just leave it over there and you go with sita that is your body while wandering in the forest where he accepted a life of hardship carrying his invincible bow and arrow in his hand that is your tools of the trade tools of the trade what is that tools of the trade knowledge you have knowledge with you isn't it you have your knowledge and your technical expertise you have learned something on the way what we call as experience we say na experience how many years you have spent in your life doing the same thing lord ramchandra deformed ravana's sister who was polluted by lusty desires by cutting off her nose and ears he also killed her 14000 rakshasa friends headed by khara trishara and dushana what happens over there in the in the material world you are fighting always a battle with every every rakshasa in your world right from your immediate boss all are rakshasas for you are they not 
<laughs> See, everybody will laugh because it's the truth. Your immediate boss is the biggest rakshasa of all. And then you have HR and you have so many other people with you. Everybody is supposed to be against you. And sometimes you act very funny and you try, try acting extra smart. Okay. And then what happens? You get reprimanded. See, they have already decided in their uh, appraisal what you are going to get. You can't decide for them. There are no appraisals which are true, by the way. See, if you really want to understand appraisal, go and ask your dearest friend or your wife or your husband or whoever, you know, how do you look or how are you? How do you feel about me? They will all give false answers. Nobody is going to tell you the truth. Think about it. Your wife will never come and tell you, you are the most miserable person on earth. She will never come and tell you. And you can't tell your wife you are the most ugliest looking person on earth. <laughs> Try telling that and you, you have a problem on your hand. You know that. No? So appraisals are like this. They are all fake. Nobody is going to tell you the truth. And this truth is so very important. So understand this. In the material world, nobody tells you the truth. They are all fake. Everything is fakey over here. So... Killing all these demons. You are supposed to fight. Sir, if Sri Ram had to fight so many demons in his world, who you think your, your going is going to be easy? Huh? Don't worry. Every person in next to you sitting also is your enemy only. Hmm. And they are all going to... See, in front of you, they may be very nice to you, you know. But behind your back, they are going to murder you. <laughs> Accept it. And go ahead, don't worry, all is well, all is well. <laughs> so, Shurpanaka. They cut off the nose and the ears. What happens is we have aspirations, dramatic aspirations. I want to do this, I want to achieve this, I want to do this. One of the biggest aspirations is getting married. Shurpanaka wants to get married to Ram's brother. She first finds out about Sri Ram. Okay, he's already married. So she says, oh, I don't want to get into a married man's life. So maybe I will try somebody who is unmarried. So she tries to catch hold of this guy. Okay, now here you are. She tells him. And then what happens? Cut. She gets her nose and uh, her ears cut off. We don't like to hear things, you know that, no? Tatara, you'll have to mute your, this thing. So, that is what happens. We get disillusioned. So we will continue. O King Parikshit, when Ravana, who had ten heads on his shoulders, heard about the beautiful and the attractive feature of Sita, his mind was agitated by lusty desires. And he went to kidnap her. To distract Lord Ramchandra from his ashrama, Ravana sent Maricha in the form of golden deer. And when Lord Ramchandra saw the wonderful deer, he left his residence and followed it and finally killed it with sharp arrows, just as Lord Shiva killed Daksha. What happens? There are a couple of things which are mentioned over here. One is lust. Uh, Ravana comes to know about the beauty of Sita. Remember in the previous line we had done beauty, form and all that. Naturally she looks hot. So he gets attracted towards her. So that is one. Second thing, he sends his brother as a form of a deer, a golden deer over there. Golden deer. We all run after golden deers, isn't it, in our life? 
Sri Ram is also running after that. The utopian world of ours. You know what is a utopian world? We decide for ourselves the very utopian things in our life. I want to be in this position. I want to be a general manager of a company. I want to be a vice president by this age. By this age I will be the CEO of the company. By this age I will take retirement. By this age I will have so much money in the bank. I have so many million dollars or a billion dollars. I don't know what. I have a retired life. And I am going to have a big yacht and I am going to go on that. Everybody looks at all these, you know, Steve, uh, Steve Jobs of this world. Every day there are not less than about 3 to 4 articles on Steve Jobs. Have you seen that? Why? We want to achieve success like that man. Do you only want to achieve success. Do you want to have his cancer also? Nah. See? We want to achieve his success. But he was as miserable as any other person can be. Only thing is in his world he was a very... He had a certain characteristics. We can take characteristics of him. We can take characteristics of Bill Gates. We can take characteristics of Obama. We can take characteristics which are good, you know, from Narendra Modi and everybody. And then we can use them in the material world. But do you want to take their negatives? Nobody wants to take their negatives. (laughs) So, that way, we basically run after these kind of things. So, we want to go after that golden deer. The golden deer is all the characteristics. Oh, beautiful, nice, yeah, it's all the grand characteristics. And then what happens? You get trapped in that world. When you run after some things, you get trapped in that world. You can never catch that object, by the way. You can never catch the object. You get trapped in that world. And when you get trapped in that world, what happens? You lose your wife. Means, you lose your body. You get trapped in that world and you lose your body. You fall for certain things. Let us say you want to achieve something in your world, then what happens to you? Just two days ago I was reading one small article. It was talking about the casting couch in the in the film industry. The casting couch is a place where Normally the producers or the directors or the, uh, the financiers or whoever they are involved, they nobody gives you a job without you sleeping with them. You may be a man or a woman, does not matter. That is a dirty world out there. So I was just reading about it and, I'm, and they had put up some pictures of people. How these people have come across in their world. It's a part and parcel of that world. And you get lost in that. Sita is lost over there. All these great actors and actresses and the heroes and the heroines of this world, they have all had to go through that. The body gets sold. Sita gets sold. She has to go to that jungle. Likewise, in your job also, in your personal life also, have you not made these kind of adjustments? Everybody makes. Adjust Madi, Swalpa adjust Madi, we all say it. And we do it, by the way. We keep on accepting things and falling for them. That is what the body goes through. We start accepting. 
and we adjust madi in our life and that is exactly how sita is lost to ravanas of this world the ravanas is the material world ravana remember rajasa rajas sattva rajas and tamas trigunas trigunas are who one sattva vibhishan right second rajas ravan third tamas kumbhakarna all three are there in our lives you know that <laughs> we have sattva we have rajas and we have tamas all the three gunas are very much prominent with us and we get lost in all this when a person becomes rajasik in nature he runs after all the material worldly things i want this i want that i want that i want that i want that all these things then i assume you become tamasik in nature then it is all about i don't want to do this and i don't want to do that correct so oh king parikshit when ravana who had 10 heads on his shoulders heard about the beautiful and the attractive feature of sita his mind was agitated by lusty desires and he went to kidnap her to distract lord ramchandra from his ashram ravana sent maricha in the form of golden deer and when lord ramchandra saw the wonderful deer he left his residence and followed it and finally killed it with a sharp arrow just as lord shiva killed daksha when ramchandra entered the forest and lakshmana was also absent the words of the rakshasas ravana kidnap sita devi the daughter of the king of vidhi just as tigers tiger seizes unprotected sheep when the shepherd is absent then lord ramchandra wandered in the forest with his brother lakshmana as if very much distressed due to the separation of his wife thus he showed by his personal example the condition of a person attached to woman see attachment of any kind is going to lead you towards your disasters towards your downfalls so this line is important any kind of attachment in this world is going to be destructive in nature let us say for example you are attached to your own home or the house you know you become so comfortable in your own house that you don't want to get out of it think about it if you have got a good accommodation whether it's a pg accommodation or a or rented house or a permanent place of residence wherever it is we get so attached to that place oh i know where this is i know where that is i know this this is nice that is nice and you know what happens to you you get attached to that so place of residence is an attachment similarly people in your world you get attached to the people in your world if something happens to them you are hurt think about it if your own child falls down and is crying you feel bad about it right and the only thing that you will ever have a problem in your life is oh in charleston there were nine people who died does it make even an impact on a person doesn't make an impact at all who cares they are not my relatives i don't care and then people come up with stupid statements okay or somebody is dying because of mers you know mers is a disease which is catching on in all these areas so what what happens to these kind of people oh, who cares it's not happening to me or any near dear ones so this is what happens all right so you this is called a condition of attachment 
Lord Ramchandra, whose lotus feet are worshipped by Lord Brahma and Lord Shiva, has assumed the form of a human being. Thus he performed the funeral ceremony of Jatayu, who was killed by Ravana. The Lord then killed the demon named Kabanda, and after making friends with the monkey chief, killing Wali and arranging for the deliverance of the mother Sita, he went to the beach of the ocean. After reaching the beach, this is a shortcut story. You all know Ramayana. So we will just go through it. After reaching the beach, Lord Ramchandra fasted for three days, awaiting for the arrival of the ocean personified, that is Varun Dev. When the ocean did not come, the Lord exhibited his pastime of anger. And simply by his glancing over the ocean, all the living entities within it, including the crocodiles and the sharks, were agitated by fear. Then the personified ocean fearfully approached Lord Ramchandra, taking all paraphernalia to worship him. Falling at the Lord's lotus feet, the personified ocean spoke as follows. So what happens after Sri Ram has destroyed Lanka, appointed Vibhishan as the king over there, he comes to this ocean and then he says, I want to meet Varun Dev. Varun Dev doesn't come for three days. He must be busy with something. So Sri Ram gets very angry. Remember, it's a form of the Lord. The Lord's form is also having all the qualities that are needed. So anger is one of them. O all-pervading supreme person, we are dull-minded and did not understand who you are. But now we understand who you are, the supreme person, the master of the entire universe, the unchanging and the original personality of Godhead. The demigods are infatuated with the modes of goodness, the prajapatis with their mode of passion, and the lord of ghosts with the mode of ignorance. But you are the master of all these qualities. So Varun Dev is talking to Sri Ram and he says, You see, I am sorry I did not recognize you. You know what happens? Let us say you are going to a place and you are not recognized over there. Nobody pays attention to you, no? You have gone to a wedding, let us say. Okay. Now imagine you have gone to India after such a long time. Okay. And you are going for a wedding and nobody recognizes you. Then what happens? You really wonder, and then somebody recognizes you. Oh, I'm sorry, I didn't recognize you. You are meeting after such a long time. You have grown your beard, huh? Okay. <laughs> Actually, uh, yesterday I was seeing somebody. That person has such a long beard, okay? And in one of his photographs, he is without his beard. And, and there are at least 50 comments below that we have seen. We have never seen the face like this for a very long time. <laughs> so, it talks about how you fail to recognize the person. Likewise, Varun Dev has forgotten who Sri Ram is. He doesn't know. Because he's taken a form, in you know, a form. So naturally, he says, you know, I'm very sorry about it. Everybody is... Scared of you, everybody knows who you are and we all bow down to you. It's not because of becoming scared that we bow down to you, because we love you so much. My Lord, you may use my water as you like. Indeed, you can cross it and go to the abode of Ravana, who is the great source of disturbance and crying for the three worlds. He is the son of Vishrava and is condemned by urine, like urine. Please go kill him and thus regain your wife. Oh, this is before, before the story, I'm sorry. Your wife Sita Devi, O great hero, although my water presents no impediments to you going to Lanka, please construct a bridge over it to spread your transcendental fame upon seeing this wonderfully uncommon deed of your lordship, 
all the great heroes and the kings of the future will glorify you he is standing at setu you know uh, how many of you have visited that place i don't know but i'm sure you know some of you might have rameshwar that's a place where he stands in uh, looking at the ocean and then he is supposed to build that bridge over there so varun dev says okay you can build a bridge over here so sukhdev goswami said after constructing a bridge over the ocean by throwing into the water the peaks of the mountains whose trees and other vegetations has been shaken by the hand of the great monkeys lord ramchandra went to lanka to release sita devi from the clutches of ravana with the direction and the help of vibhishan ravan's brother the lord along with the monkey soldiers headed by sugriv neela and hanuman entered ravana's kingdom lanka which was previously had been burned by hanuman so this is a shortcut fatafat story i think <laughs> you understand it all right after entering lanka the monkey soldiers led by chief like sugriv neela and hanuman occupied all the sporting houses granaries treasuries palace doorway city gates assembly houses palace frontages and even the resting house of the pigeons when the city's crossroads platforms flags and golden water pots in its domes were all destroyed the entire city of lanka appeared like a river disturbed by the herd of elephants so this great army of shri ram with all this monkey you know with hanuman and his entire gang they all go and destroy the entire city When Ravana the master of the rakshasas saw the disturbance created by the monkey soldiers he called the nikumba kumba dumraksha durukma durmukha surataka narantaka and other rakshasas and his son indrajit thereafter he called for prahasta atikaya vikampana and other kumbakarna and finally kumbakarna thus he induced all his followers to fight against the enemies lord ramchandra surrounded by lanka lakshmana and the monk- monkeys soldiers like sugriva hanuman gandamada neela angada jambavan panasa attacked the soldiers of the rakshasas who were fully equipped with various invincible weapons like swords lances bows prasaras rishis sakti arrows khadgas and tomara these are all weapons we will do for another i think uh, it's a big chapter the 55 verses so i think we'll stop at 25 okay angada and the other commanders of the soldiers of ramchandra faced the elephants infantry horses and chariots of the enemy and hurled against them big trees mountain peaks clubs and arrows thus the soldiers of lord ramchandra killed ravana soldiers who had lost all good fortune because ravana had been condemned by the anger of mother sita thereafter when ravana the king of the rakshasas observed that his soldiers had been lost he was extremely angry Thus he mounted his aeroplane which was decorated with flowers and proceeded towards Lord Ramchandra who sat in the effulgent chariot brought by Matali the chariot driver of Indra then Ravana struck Lord, Cham- Lord Ramchandra with staff arrows Lord Ramchandra said to Ravana you are the most abominable of the man eaters indeed you are like their stool you resemble a dog for as a dog steals eatables from the kitchen in the absence of the householder in my absence you kidnap my wife Sita Devi therefore as yamraj punishes sinful men i shall also punish you you are most abominable sinful and shameless today therefore i whose attempt never fails shall punish you so it is talking about punishment it is talking about how shri ram meets ravana and says you know that 
Now all the words that are there, they sound very strange to our ears because he's he's talking about your uh, in English. If I translate it, you you are just like shit, you know. I mean, think about it. We talk in a modern language. You are full of shit. And here, the Bhagavata is talking the same language, and we seem to not like it. Have you seen? Have you noticed it? You're talking about all the dirty stuff in the world, like you know, piku, full of stool. <laughs> you are like their stool, and you are a man eater. What is a man eater? You resemble a dog. Like imagine, you know, kutte kamine mai tera khun pi jaunga. You know, Dharmendra says in the film, and here the book is talking like that language. Hey, don't you see that the same language we are saying, except that our words have become sharper nowadays. They are more modernized. Okay, so he's talking about dog. Dog steals eatables from the kitchen in the absence of the householder, like that. So <laughs> it speaks the same language. I will punish you, he says. After thus rebuking Ravana, Lord Ramchandra fixed an arrow to his bow. Aimed at Ravana and released the arrow, which pierced Ravana's heart like a thunderbolt. Upon seeing this, Ravana's followers raised a tumultuous sound, crying, "Alas, alas! What has happened? What has happened?" As Ravana vomited blood with his ten mouths, fell from his airplane just as a pious man fell to earth from the heavenly planet when the result of pious activities are exhausted. See, somewhere in the end, they will give some example. That example is very, very important. All right, that example is how the pious man, you know. All his pious activities are exhausted. What happens to that person? He falls down. Thereafter, all the women whose husbands had fallen in the battle, beheaded by Mandodari, the wife of Ravana, came out of Lanka, cry, continuously crying. They approached the dead bodies of Ravana and the other Rakshasas, striking their breasts in affliction because their husbands had been killed by the arrow of Lakshmana. The women embraced their respective husbands and cried piteously in voices appealing to everyone. So, we shall stop over here. And we shall do the rest tomorrow. All right. But I think uh, you have got the gist of the whole thing. We have done Ramayana in very shortcut, fatafat way. It just spoke of some very highlights, you know, very simple highlights. There were no great stories over here, which like uh, in original Ramayana there are. How he wins this, how he wins that, what he does, how he is going, going about doing all sorts of things. Nothing is mentioned in this. It's because this is this is just to give a very short form of that particular life of Sri Ram. We have to do so many avatars, isn't it? Only nine avatars will be discussed. Actually, the ninth avatar is still not discussed in this. Eight avatars will be discussed up to Sri Krishna. After that, the next avatar, no, that is not discussed in this book. Yeah, Buddha, Buddha. <laughs> that is not discussed because the Buddha avatar happened after and then the last one which is called Kalki no discussion over here ok so Ramchandra is an avatar which they are discussing just like everything was done back forth back forth back forth here also Sri Ram's story is also going back and forth so I think we have got a lot of things to think about today so we will stop over here and I shall see you all tomorrow ok Right? Alright.